With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yes. Come on here. What's going on here? Why is this not playing? I don't know. TCL ah. is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. All right, we uh, we got Miguel Sano straightened out on that breaking ball. They yes, hit we to did. Right field. Now, what are we going to do about Nelson? <laughs> last night, last night he faced uh, those three first three breaking balls. Bieber threw him. Estimated distance he missed him by was seven feet. Yeah. I said five feet earlier, but I, now that I think about it, it was like seven. It's like he's sitting on it. He's he's sitting. He says, "My only chance is if this guy throws me a fastball." So I'm going to get started here. Right. And uh, but those are, uh, you know, my friend Bobby Dutton, who covered him, loves him, covered him out in Seattle uh, for for a long time said he can get in those two-week periods when you think he's never going to get another hit. And then he said all of a sudden he'll get a pitch and he'll hit it 800 feet and he'll be hot again. But uh, I'm willing to give him done. the benefit of the oh, doubt because sure, he's going so against fun. Bieber. Oh, yeah, I am too. And tonight <laughs> he's got the other guy, Clevenger. So, um, uh, I mean, but... Uh, Is Clevenger back? Yeah, he's pitching tonight. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, they've, uh, they're, supposedly they're trying to move him before the uh, trading deadline. Which there. is Monday, correct? Yes, okay. but I don't think... I don't think I bet there's going to be three <clears throat> trades. I don't think people are going to be. If I'm Cleveland, I move Clevenger and get a bat because when your yeah. number six hitter has a batting average of 140 in that loop low or whatever his yeah. name is, yeah, the Zimmer, the kid, their lineup the, is awful. The Zimmer kid, they wanted him to be their center fielder, and he was hitting 160, and uh, they, uh, yeah, they're uh, bottom of their. They get they got four guys. You know, they get the Carlos, hits fourth. He doesn't, his average stinks, but he gets a lot of walks. He and gets on base, If you yep. throw him a cookie, he'll hit it someplace. And yep. The other three guys at the top are great. Lindor's great. And, uh, you know, they should have considered pitching around Lindor yesterday rather than let him beat him. Right. But, uh, yeah, the bottom of it, whoo, it's bad. And their pitching's fantastic. Are they going to end saw, up moving? Watch him call it again. Yeah. Krochnik or whatever his name is, God <laughs> Almighty, you got no shot against. What he, somebody got a hit off him last night. It was a Kepler got a hit off Kepler, him. Kepler, right? yep, yep. Yeah, got a little hit off him, which is like 
that's three this year they've gotten them off off them. And when Brad hands your second best reliever, you're in good shape. Is so. do you think that the the tribe is in for a major overhaul this this coming off season? Because they got one year left to Linder. They're going to have to move him because they're yeah. not going to sign yeah, him. Don't you gonna, think? Yeah, they're not going to pay. Him. I I think even if they wanted to come up with the money, and he's he's, he's always says how much he likes Cleveland, but. He's got to look around and says, "We, you know, well, he's he, gonna he wants get, to go someplace and win." And he's he's going to get three fifty. Yeah, he's going to get Mookie Betts money. The tribe can't afford yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. He's still only what twenty six or seven. Yeah, he's a kid. Yeah. He's still really young. Yeah. But I don't know if there's going to be as much money post pandemic because you know, are sure. you going to give a guy forty million for next year, not knowing if you're going to have people in the stands? Right. They better have a. I better. I better have a vaccine before I pay anybody that kind of money. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's hell. But he's he hasn't hit yet either. I mean, he's just getting started here sure. hitting, but he's he's going to hit. But uh, Rich Hill Oof. ended up being pretty good. Yep. But that first inning, I thought he was having a nervous breakdown. I said, you know, every you know he throws and he's got the big leg kick and he's grunting and groaning, but he's a character, man. He's a he's a goofball, but once he got that sloppy curve. In the strike zone, he was okay. But it's, I think he's, he's one of those pitchers that throws it too slow to hit. Yeah, you know. But I think he can get away with it against a lineup like Cleveland. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But maybe. I don't. Well, the last time out against Milwaukee, he got his brains kicked in. But he wasn't. He wasn't. He was no good. I mean, he was wasn't throwing any strikes at all. But do you? And okay. I think he thought in the first inning, I'm. Throwing it as round lousy now as I did last time, and he got out of it. But uh, you, okay, let me ask you this: You throw him against the White Sox? Uh, I say, Rich, why don't you sit this one out against that lineup? I yeah, don't. Well, what are your options? I mean, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta well, start somebody. I don't want to keep sending Matt Whistler out there to what pitch. What was two. your, what was your tweet about the the the, the infamous uh, spawn and saying no, and pray for Ray? No, that was Lavelle. Oh, Lavelle, came up. Lavelle gave that to Coley. Okay. And Coley used it on the air, but it was uh, Dobnik and Maeda and wait for Pineda, which was pretty good. I heard. Uh, he told me that last night, yesterday, and I said, damn, that was. Why didn't you give it to me instead of Coley? Right. I, I heard he used that one. Barrero had a good one, too. Barrero yeah. called it Dobnik and Maeda and pray for a tornado. <laughs> yeah, right. But, that was uh, a pretty good line. Now, they got Burritos pitching tonight, right? Yes. Okay, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, he was good he was pretty last good. time. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. So if he throws it that way again, then you can uh, get uh, a bit optimistic. But uh, I did see somebody, I don't know if it was a Cleveland reporter, that basically said these these series with the with the Twins, it just comes down to first one to four is going to win the ball game. Oh, yeah. 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 It's uh, And uh, last night you're – that's one you're trying to hold on to, but Alcala, Al- Alcala, why is, he, why is he not Alcala like <laughs> you're supposed to be when you're from? Like Robert. Where's he from? The Dominican? I or believe Venezuela? so. Yeah. I'm not sure. But he's a fa- he's got a fastball, and if they hit that, then he's in trouble. Yes. Because there's not much of a breaking pitch. Is he the kid they got for Presley from Houston? I get confused. Okay. I think so. I think they got Duran for uh, Escobar. Okay. I finally got the list of who they got over at the junior varsity. Sure. There's only like 21 or 20, 21 players that are active, but then there's about six DL guys. Mm-hmm. Ast- I think Ostadia is still on some kind of a list, you know, a whatever. Like a COVID I guess they list? Never, they, they never activated him, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. He didn't look like he was on the – I didn't see his name on the list. 
but there's about five, six guys, Donaldson and all these other guys down on the bottom, but they got, you know, 20, 21 or 22 guys over there, but, you know, half of them are Royce Lewis, Larnick, and Kirloff. They're not calling those guys up. They just want to have them practice baseball. And I want to ask why. The Jake Cave experiment is done. It's over. We know well, what Jake yeah, Cave except is. My guy Lamont played last night and struck out three out of four. That's not what you want out of him. But so don't we'll you want to see Jake again tomorrow night? Don't you want to see Larnick? No, you don't. No, they no, they don't. I mean, I've been I'd take him, but he can't play center field. So true, then he'd have true. to put well, neither can Jake. But they'd uh <laughs> but they'd have to put Kepler back in center field and I don't think they want to do that. That's probably a good I, idea. I don't think they want to do that. But I I uh that you know they they just they gotta i they're they finally said we don't want buxton telling us he's sore and he's willing to play but he keeps saying he's sore and they finally wanted to say okay we'll play these next 10 games this wasn't a good time not to have him by the way because you're going on the road for 10 days but uh they they want to have him come back and say Hey, I feel good. Right. So we'll see. Uh, but they uh, they are so much better when he plays. It's, oh, not, it's not even, even close. close. Oh, absolutely. Not, not. Not, only, not only in the field, but, you know, he's not the world's greatest hitter, but when he gets on base, something can happen. Right. You know, he's going to score from... He's going to score from first on a double to left center. Right. <laughs> Not nobody else does that. And you want this him. Team in, has no speed. And you want him in the lineup instead of a guy like Jake Cave or mm-hmm. you know even Lamont Wade has a little bit of pop, but you just you need yeah, him in the actually, lineup. Actually, Cave has more pop than Jake. You think so? Lamont will draw a walk. Sure. You know? But anyway, not last night. So uh, it was a uh, you know you're one on one against him. What the hell? It went. That was a. You're lucky you held on Monday. Yeah. Now you got Clevenger tonight, so I, I I just couldn't give up much of my minor leagues. You know they they're limited in the minors. There's about pitching wise, they don't have any good ones. You know that apparently are anywhere near ready. Duran or Blazovic, who did they didn't even bite to St. Paul. I don't know why. And then uh, you know so they're way short of sharp starters, and they don't have that many hard-throwing relievers in the minors. I don't think they can give up pitching to get pitching. When so. do we get Pineda back, by the way? Was well, it a 35? Uh, 36 games, so they've played 31 one or two. 31. 31. Last night was so, the 31st game. Uh, they get him next. Okay. Uh, what, uh, they, where do they go from here? Detroit, right? Detroit. They go play Gardy. Yes. And uh, by the way, Jonathan Scope salami last night. He's got seven home runs. Really? Yeah, good for him. Nice guy. And uh, Crone was Crone's off hurt. to a good start, but then he got hurt. Then he He's got gone hurt. for the season. But uh, yeah, they uh, they're going to see that Casey Mize who got knocked around. But he's he, I saw I watched him pitch a little bit, and he's got a good arm. The the number one draft choice. So uh, they'll get home. They'll get Buxton back. They'll get Pineda back, and they'll be uh, they'll be better than they are right now. When are they but getting wait, five days? A uh, Pineda can pitch this weekend in Detroit. Then can he? Yeah. yeah. But what, when are they getting Donaldson back? Well, that's uh, I, I saw Phil Miller wrote something today suggesting that he's over here now taking batting practice and throwing them in, and he he participated in an inter squad scrimmage ah. yesterday or okay. the day before. So. Uh, they're they're being extra cautious. They say, knowing that he's one step from snapping that calf again. You know, what do you do about a 
Okay. I mean, Do you wrap a, that up? That's uh, an odd place to have chronic injuries, but he's got big ones, so mm-hmm. you know he's got big gaps, so that must have something to do with and it. And are they worried about this long term? Is that why they're being so overly cautious with him since they signed him to a four-year deal? Well, I think they're right now worried about this season and getting something out of them. You know, they they want to end the uh, nasty, uh, how long is the losing streak now? Against 15? the Yankees? No, against everybody. Oh. They uh, beat the Yankees the first game in 04, right? No, they beat up. Didn't they no, win they a game in 2010? 03. Didn't 04. we win a game in 2010 here? No, I guess what? They, they have, they've lost... Uh, They've lost 13 straight to the Yankees in the playoffs. All-time record. Well, 13 straight, but they but they beat the Yankees in 03 and 04. They beat them once each mm-hmm. time. Game, there, game one, right? Both of them there, yeah. At game Yankee one, Stadium. and then they lost three. So they I haven't won a game since game one in 04. 04. So they lost three in 06. They lost three to Oakland. That was a tragedy. Six. Then they lost 08, they're back in, right? 08, they're back in? Or no, because 08, nine, they nine, lost oh, the game 163. Yep. So then in 9, they lose 3. To the Yankees. In 10, they lose 3, so we're up to 12. And then we lost the wild card. wild card is 13, and then last year. So they've lost not all of them to the Yankees, some of them to Oakland, but they've lost 16 in a row. Yeah. Right? In and don't look now. My Tampa Bay Rays are in first place in the AL East, Patrick. It's about they got the. How are they, they doing? Have, they have the best record. They got a. They got a new guy. They got a Japanese guy I'd never heard of. They must be a. They must have brought him over from the Japanese. Tataguska or some damn never thing. Never heard of him. He's playing for him, and they got this. This Brandon Lowe is a hell of a player, and. Uh, I don't know. I, I saw Nick Anderson went on the DL. They've had they got eight pitchers on the DL. Wow! And they're still they're still slapping it together. You it's know who was a player though? That Austin Meadows kid. He is a yeah, ball player. They got him for ooh. is that uh, that was the Archer trade? Pittsburgh. <laughs> what did Pittsburgh think they were going to accomplish? I, did they think they were going to win the World Series? You know, it's almost better with, than the James Shields for Tatis oh, trade. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you look at it too. It's almost the same philosophy you have with the Tampa Rays that you do with Belichick. If he's calling you, you don't answer the phone. If the yeah, Rays are calling nah, you about they, a guy, you don't answer yeah, the phone. The the, uh, the Twins actually, you know, the first year they got Morrison and Lynn, right? Yep. No, Lynn, no, Lynn was from Texas. Lynn, where where did they get Lynn from? No, Lynn was with the Birds. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, and then they signed him. But they Logan Morrison and Odorizzi, and Odorizzi yeah. was brutal. Yeah. In the 18. So then you said, well, we'll never do that. But then they brought someone. Who did they bring in last year that was okay uh, from Tampa? They got a Tampa guy. Boy, I, I'm blanking. I can't yeah. think of it. Yeah, come on. But Logan Morrison, he almost hit 40 home runs for him, and they said, yes. we'll see you later. Yeah, right. Thanks they for the did. memories. They released him. And they, yeah, well, they non-tendered him. Yeah. And, and then apparently, the twin- <laughs> apparently that was quite a lovely clubhouse oh. they had in uh, who? They got C.J. Crone. He was with Tampa. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we thought I thought he was going to hit 135, but he was okay player. <laughs> yeah, he was all right until he got the bad thumb. But uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, I got thrown off my uh, my uh, straight game here. But uh, yeah, they're they're an amazing story. But Nick Anderson, uh, unfortunately, on the DL. But they, uh, I read they got eight pitchers on the DL. Is the Anderson injury serious? 
Don't know. Okay. Yeah. Everybody is. There are so damn many pitching injuries because of that two and a half week run up. As you know, and everybody's slapping the staffs together and using openers. And right. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's an inc- it's an incredibly odd season. I did check with Jackie O'Connell, the head of the BBWAA, our secretary. Yes, sir. Had the job forever. The plan at the moment is to have the awards uh, at the end of this season. Virtually? The MB, MB, no, the MB, no, to award guys. Okay. To give out an MVP. I thought maybe oh, sure. with a 60-game season we weren't going to do it. I think it should be a smaller plaque with an asterisk on sure. it. Asterisk Are they on doing it, it because the, uh, the no, union because, would go? No, no, they're doing it because if our rules, if made, you know, they, they also gave out the awards in 94 when the season didn't finish. Okay. You know. 111 games the Twins paid when the season didn't finish. If Major League Baseball declares it a season, then we give out our Got awards. It. Because okay. we don't, you know, everybody's trying to steal a, these awards away from the baseball writers. They would love to get their hands on them. <laughs> you know, ESPN or right. somebody would love to, or even Major League Baseball would love to get their hands on them. But the Writers Association has the copyright on all this stuff. So. Okay. So the MVP, the Cy Young, the manager of the year, and rookie, rookie of the year. So. Every time I think of 94, I just feel bad for Montreal. Oh, God. God, did they have a hell of a club. Well, yeah, it ruined their – it ended the town. Yeah. Because by the time they came back, they had new owners who had no money. Yep. You know, they, uh, they couldn't keep anybody. They just – I mean, and, and they just that – that was a good, solid baseball town, but there was – they couldn't find anybody – in that town, Bratman, the liquor guy, Seagram's, you know, mm-hmm. he owned them, and they were well-financed when he owned them. But when he sold them, he sold them to this conglomerate of Montreal people that was going to keep them, and it was one of those 10-person groups with no money. Oh. And, and uh, they, they, could never get the, they could never get the Montreal billionaire to buy them and say, we're good here. And before they moved to Washington, wasn't there a plan in place where Labatt Blue was going to help finance the stadium or something, and it was going to be downtown? Trouble is, they thought they were building, you know, for the Olympics, uh, they thought they were building the, 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 the state-of-the-art uh, dome, you know, yeah. the retractable dome. Their Olympic stadium, Olympic stadium. was going to be... It was going to be uh, retractable, and it would be just kind of flow out. And the, it was made in France, the roof. And they build, they they shipped this roof over, and it got to the point, you know, it did. I I don't know if they even had it on for the Olympics if it came too late. Uh, when were the Olympics there? Seventy six. I, I thought it was eighty. Wasn't it eighty? No, not eighty. I don't think. Okay. They boycotted. We boycotted Moscow, and it had to be 76. Right. We boycotted Moscow in 80, and then they boycotted us in, L- in 84. And, uh, you know. 1976. 1976, you were right. Montreal. I don't know if the roof had made it yet, but it leaked so badly uh, after a while that they ended up sealing that baby, and it just ended up being this great big tomb. And it was a terrible baseball. Plus, it was also one of these built so that, your box seat was from me to the Score North studio, you know. I mean, a great big stadium with, the, you know, those circle stadiums that were terrible for baseball. So, But didn't they also have the really bad orange? Wasn't the roof orange? 
And some of the players were, we can't see the ball. <laughs> yeah, that could have been it, too. I just remember I that. Like, that was like Billy. When Billy came in here, and Billy had the solution, you know, one of his guys, I don't know, he was with the A's. I don't think he was with the Yankees the first time he came in here. Uh, he came in with the A's, and he says, they got to paint that roof black. <laughs> and people said, Billy, the problem with it, it gets up there, and they don't. there's no light up there. The problem is they can't see it. It's not the background. It's the, it's the fact there's no light up there when right. it when it gets up too high. Painting it black is not going to help. No. Is not going to help the light situation, Bobby Billy up there. But Billy wanted us to paint it black. That was always a treat as a kid growing up watching Twins games and just it was well once a homestand oh, you'd see an outfielder oh, from the visiting club go. Yeah. Where the hell oh, is the damn thing? It was our guy once in a while, too, but it was that sure. little area in left center yep. that was like the plane flying down by Jamaica that just disappeared. <laughs> it was that, that place was right there. And I would say 75% of the games that were law that were won in the dome on a fluke were pro twins. Oh, because absolutely. They, they gotten used to playing. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't charge under the bad hops and stuff like that. So, There's the famous uh, White Sox game. You know, the White Sox had the great team in 83 that got beat by Baltimore in the in the playoffs, but they won, they won a lot of games. They had everybody coming back. They were the Fat Sox. You know, they were the... I, I wrote that they, they were going to throw the World Series. They are going to throw the World Series for a box of Cheetos, but... Uh, <laughs> That was when Luzinski came looking for me, but luckily I wasn't there. But anyway, uh, 80, 84, you know, they were going to be really good again, LaRusso, and they thought mm-hmm. they were going to be really good. And they came in here, May, maybe, and Tim Tuffle hit a fly ball out to right field to Harold, and Harold, like, got too far in on it and – got too close to it and went up over his head or went through him or something. He butchered it, turned into an inside-the-park home run, three, two-three run home run. The Twins won the game. Harold, Harold plays it on a hop. The White Sox win, and, you know. Right. And it was like they went in a tank. They just, like, they didn't recover from that. They, <laughs> if you find that game, you'd have to find that game in 84, but they just went. They went lousy, and they never took them a long time to get good again. You're, of course, talking about Hall of Fame outfielder Harold Bass. Yes, Hall of Fame <laughs> DH, helped by the fact that two of the 12 committee members were Reinsdorf and LaRusso. <laughs> God almighty. I knew I'd get you going on that one. I mean, he's a nice player. Sure. You know, but... Uh, well, you know, okay. He's a good hitter. If we're going to make that comparison, if he's in, don't you think Joe's in for sure? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Bauer's in. Tony, come on. I was just looking up. I was writing about the DH for tomorrow. And and uh, can a DH win the MVP, you know? And uh, and Tony, you know, in, uh, in 1972, playing on one leg. In 1973, playing on one leg, right? Because mm-hmm. he... He'd only played 10 games in 72. His knee was so bad. After, you know, 1971, he heard it in Oakland. He limped to the batting title. He heard it in May, I believe, and limped to the batting title. He was hitting 388 when he hurt his knee. Okay. And in 71, when it wasn't an offensive game yet, right? Yes. 
He was hitting 388, and he limped to the batting title at about 335. Kept playing, but he he hit his knee diving for a ball and landed on a sprinkler in the outfield in, in Oakland Coliseum, his bad right knee. And at the end of the year, they had to have a real complicated surgery for him. Most of it had been stuff that would have been fi- fixed arthroscopically sure. if yep. it had been modern times. Mm-hmm. But that year, he hit like playing on one leg, he hit like 24 home runs, drove in 90, hit there, drove in 80, hit 291. Playing on one on leg one in leg. '72, yep. and then the uh, the no that '72 he didn't play. He played ten games. His knee was so bad. '73, first year of the DH. If there hadn't been a DH, he was done. His career was over. He was done. Yep. But he played. I mean, you're too young, but look at if you can see some old videos. He'd hit a double and limp the first base. You know, right? I mean, he, the fact that he could still hit was unbelievable. All right, now your memory is way better than mine is when it comes to the history. But I'm didn't, way older. Didn't uh, didn't Donnie Baylor win the MVP, or was he yes, still playing he did, in the field? he was in the field. Oh, um, he was? He was in the field. I looked them all up today. Okay. Nobody, there's some guys you look at, like Giambi, he was in the field. Uh, Frank Thomas won it one year, when he, but he played 93 games at first base and 57 and, as DH. And Nobody... Nobody whose primary position was DH, okay. including Poppy, who had some fairly good numbers a couple of years when we didn't vote for him as the DH. Right. The year he was now, the year he lost to A Rod, he finished second. A Rod had 151 RBIs, hit 306 or something. But that's the year Poppy hit 50 some and drove in 139. Okay. And, you know, I mean, but there was always. You know, all the old ball riders like me. Nah, he's a DH. Isn't they and didn't there, vote for him on MVP? The only other one that came to mind was it was it George Bell in '87, but he was still an outfielder. Yeah, right? he was an outfielder. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, he was an outfielder. Most yeah, all those guys were. I looked up. Uh, who did I look up? Yeah, I looked up Giambi, and he was still playing like 140 games at first base. Or did something. he win that with Oakland or with the Yankees? He won it with Oakland one year and was the runner-up the next year. He was a he came close, uh, uh, you know, the second year. But uh, you looked at the winners in the ballot, and from about a '96 uh, to 2008 or so. There's some steroids in there. You think so? <laughs> there's some few st- vitamins. There's some there's some steroid boys in that <laughs> list right there. I think one year it was six out of ten. Ooh. Six out of the top ten were caught. Right. Not to mention the the, the other ones guys. That didn't this get... is, I was just looking at the American League, obviously, because sure. they're the only one that had the DH. But uh, but uh, yeah, there was uh, yeah, it was uh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> God, those guys got strong. What are they? I used to never forget sitting next to Bob Ryan watching Sosa and McGuire and say, "Boy, these guys must work out." That thirty for thirty, watching that thirty the, on the ninety-eight. How summer. can we be so stupid? Oh my God, Pat, I'm sitting there Sosa, watching this. I saw Sosa in Milwaukee, damn near knocked down the at the home the, run derby yes. in 02, right? Yeah, at the All Star game, he hit that he hit that center field thing so high and hard. He put a big, he blew up lights <laughs> in BP. Oh, man, is he strong. I guess we weren't even, by 02, we weren't even saying. Oh, no, we were still riding high. Yeah, well, we, we were, were still riding. They know Boswell had written that thing about seeing the stuff in McGuire's locker, the creatine yep. and stuff. And, 
And uh, but you know it wasn't full blown then. We did still... he did he get a lot of backlash for that column? Because I remember the piece, but oh, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people. Hell, I don't even know what my reaction was. I you know I. Yeah, I could have tripped over a needle and not thought anything, but you know, I mean, it was not, it was not a. Some of you dropped your. Yeah, you know, but I mean, you look, you look at McGuire when he was a kid. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Tall and skinny. Yep. And you look at him when in '99, and you say, "How could I be that stupid?" Right. How could I mean that? We always say, "Ceiling should have known." We should have known. Right. How come we didn't yeah, pick we up on it? We know, for God's sake. Well, and you look back too, because he was an all-American pitcher too, at yeah. in, at Southern Cal. Yeah. He wasn't just a power hitter. He was no. a great pitcher too in college. Oh, and, and he could hit the ball. He had the great power stroke even as a kid. That mm-hmm. was hell. He was early launch angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I mean, he was a power forward who became a left tackle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he became the white Bryant McKinney. Oh, you know, and, oh uh, we're all saying, and Sammy. You know, the fact that Sammy's head kept getting bigger should have been a hint, huh? How come he's gone through three hats <laughs> yeah, in this well, road trip? That scrawny little, you know, <laughs> Latin kid who was boy. You know, he's he's a good player. He's a good player. All of a sudden, oh my god. You know, Damn, we were stupid. But you know what? Just going back, watching that episode, though, and just seeing the fan. For, Pat, for crying out loud, they were taking him on golf carts through the press area yeah. during regular season games. Yeah. I mean, the the, the America was captivated oh, by God, that. Oh, God, yes. I remember it was. Uh, and they had Maris. With the, the day he, that he broke the record, they had Maris' family was there. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and and the whole, uh, the whole deal. And uh, what he ended up at seventy, right? Ended up with seventy. 70 yeah. And in fact, because and, so and, uh, and Barry saw that. Oh yeah. Barry saw that white guy who was about a half as good a hitter as him, <laughs> and said, "All righty, that's what you want to do. Let's go." Well, here. to use the kid kid vernacular in two thousand twenty, Barry said, "Hold my beer. Yeah, I'm right. going to take this to the next level." Yes, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, he went and found whatever that guy's name was out uh, in the Bay Area, and uh, all of a sudden, he had the biggest head you ever saw. But wasn't it? Amazing? I mean, I was—I covered the when the Braves beat them the year after they played us, so it had to be ninety-two. Ninety-two. Right? Oh, when they played the Pirates. Pirates yep. had yep. to beat ninety-two or ninety-three, and they and the you know Sid Bream limped home, and 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 Barry was. Just a normal-looking ball player. Oh, he was a, I mean, a great, great athlete, athlete. Great yeah. athlete, great left fielder. Made a looping throw to the plate that didn't get Sid Bream, though. But. And by the way, you know the great story about that Andy Van Slyke in center field going, Barry, you should move in. And Barry says, bleep you. Oh, yeah. Right, right. before that. Yeah, Barry didn't. Uh, I think even then he was not told uh, what to do. So, Yeah. But, you know, Barry, not sure which All-Star game it was. He was getting big then, and he was the, getting to be the man. Would it have been the 0-2 one in Milwaukee? Well, I'm not sure which one. I, I went to seven or eight of them. But one day, you know, he could be the biggest jackass ever with the media if he didn't know him. And, and, but one day he sat there, and they were doing the, the Saturday thing, you mm-hmm. know, where you get access at, the, at noon before they go out and take BP later at the hotel. God, he gave us 45 minutes. He was hysterical and great. And there was only about seven or eight of us because everybody else expected him to be lousy. Sure. And for some reason, that day, he was Mr. Charm. He was in a good mode. Making eye contact, answering questions. 
And I remember well, the one thing I always remember about him, and he made very good. He was talking about some baseball player who everyone thought was crazy, you know, and it wasn't him, but I can't remember who it was. Something had happened in the game sure. a couple of weeks earlier, and I don't know, ah, that guy's crazy, somebody says. Mm-hmm. He said, I wonder what's wrong with him. And he said, he said, you know, we used to have a kid down the block named Kenny. And Kenny was crazy. And everybody was trying to figure out how come Kenny was crazy. And I finally said, why can't Kenny just be crazy? <laughs> you know, you know what, if, what if Kenny is just crazy? Right. There's no... There's nothing that's that just who he is. There's nothing that caused it. <laughs> Kenny was just crazy. Oh, that's so and great. I'm, and I'm saying, you know, he may, you know, Barry, you got a point. Sometimes people are just crazy. That's uh, <laughs> and it some people. Some people want to be crazy. Some right. people have a scarred childhood, and some people are just crazy. Right. You know. And I think was it? It must have been Ratto did a piece on him. Basically lauding about his baseball knowledge because yes. you know he was a kid around the yeah. game oh, all yeah. the time and he just he knew every angle of the game. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Kenny's just crazy. I can't uh, bring up Barry without bringing up Bobby without bringing up my buddy Steve Pate. Here we go. Steve, go out there and do a piece on our new acquisition, Bobby Bonds. We need a hundred inch feature. That's that's. 30,000 words. Here we you know, go. You know, however many words that is. That's uh, 3,000 words. That's a lot of writing, right? Oh, yeah. Pate goes out there, sits down, and they finally get, they corral him, and he's going to get him in the dugout all by himself for this big interview. I think it was for the morning news. Bobby, they say you got a drinking problem. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> yes. It's kind of kind of like the bedside manner, like Dr. Oh. Leonard McKenzie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dr. Leonard, my Danny Thompson story. Was, oh. oh, God, he's been dead a long time. What a great guy he was. He was oh. one of my favorite all-time twins and human beings. But he's got a little blood problem. They detect this blood problem, and and so they take his blood, and, you know, he's he's up here in the winter. And, uh, and uh, you know, your, your white cell count isn't what it should be. Sure. And this is, this is when this is basically uncurable. And Doc McKenzie calls up and says, Danny, you got to come in the hospital. We need you in the hospital tomorrow. You got to get in there. And he says, well, why, why Doc? And he said, leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> well, think it was. Okay. It's leukemia. Right. For God's sakes. Oh, oh God almighty. So, anyhow, anyhow, it's uh, it's uh, an interesting ball season, and I'm I'm getting more hopeful we're going to make it to the finish line. I do too. Yep. But they're going to have to stop shutting everything down for one positive case. What happened? I do think. Don't you think they're going to have to uh, put them in pods for the playoffs? Well, the the bubble talk is really heating up, isn't it? Well, because if if you're going to stop playing. Because of one positive test, then you almost have to put them in a bubble. But then, how are they going to? Well, you're going to have to put. You got 16 teams. You're going to have to have four bubbles, right? 
Sure. You're gonna have to yeah. have two rounds in each bubble. So and then you'll you get have down, the, then you get down to four. So you'd have to have one of them here is probably gonna be Milwaukee since it's climate controlled and Texas yeah. and yeah. some of these places we're, in yeah, Seattle. Milwaukee might not although you don't even have to have a team that's in the playoffs probably. True. Probably know, not. But they don't, you know, Milwaukee's climate controlled. But do, do you want to be indoors or not? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're gonna, you want to be somewhere where the, you're gonna play. You can't bring them here in October and have it snow, no. No. you know, or rain, or you know, you got, you got to go somewhere where the weather's. Good. Or do they move them all to the West Coast and say, okay, San Diego is one site. You know, both Los Angeles stadiums are a site. You know, yeah. do you do something yeah, like that in Seattle? Yeah. See, that'll be a good spot for it. Yeah, because yeah, you can open up the roof or put it down. Or anyway, they might have to do that if they keep not playing because of. I didn't even look. The Mets and the Yankees finally play last night. I did didn't. I didn't check. Did everybody play? I think everybody played last night. Let but me the, see. I got MLB.com Yank- right here. I feel here. sorry for the Yankees because they're like four or five games behind now too. I always feel sorry for them. So, by the way, I was looking up 1972. Okay. The uh, National League, I'm, I'm writing something about how the American League had to come up with the DH because they were the poor stepchild of, of the National League. Mm-hmm. 1972, New York Mets, 2.1 million. New York Yankees, 950,000. Really? Yep. Wow. Chicago. Cubbies, no, Chicago wasn't as bad as the other towns. But, uh, yeah, Chicago, Cincinnati, Ohio, Reds one point six, Cleveland six hundred thousand. Wow! And uh, Yankees it? and Braves were postponed last night. By the way, again, yeah. But the Mets, Why? the Mets did play. I, I, I'm assuming it's still because of COVID, but I, I can't confirm that on here. I don't know if they had weather last night, but they can't have. They couldn't have had weather because the Mets played. So I don't well, know. Maybe it was in Atlanta. Oh, could be. Know. Could I be. All right. Okay, that's it. Uh, oh, amateur baseball. Uh, yes, sir. How are we doing at Shakopee? Have you been there? I was there. I volunteered on Saturday. Ran into ran into the Maxi. Did we have our two fifty? Uh, we for the first game of Northfield versus East Grand Forks. We had more people in this studio than we had in attendance really? for that game. Yeah, Northfield. Northfield's well, got a great okay. club, but I, they don't I, draw very well. I got to ask you about East Grand Forks. What's yes, with the nickname? I don't know. Mass. Well, they're I, not a bunch of Catholics. I don't know what the hell. It must be some mass, but that's the nickname, mass. I, but I got a great story really quick. So, okay. so Schlepper made the huge mistake of putting me in charge of the beer tent Okay. on Saturday. So I would I was there at 11 for the, or 10 o'clock nobody, to get set up for the first game. Nobody even buy beer for Northfield. But I wanted to stick around because the second game yeah. was Chaska and Dundas. Sure. And I you know I wanted to watch Who that won? game for sure. Oh, Dundas crushed them 9-1. Really? Oh, it was. It, Chas- Dundas is that good? Dundas is really good. I thought it was going to be a hell of a game because mm-hmm. they're both really good teams mm-hmm. but yeah D- dundas had 23 hits or something like Woo. that i couldn't uh but you'll love this pat so uh game is over northfield ended up winning on a three-run homer in the bottom of the eighth oh and uh you know the teams are starting to, and they, they had to get everybody out of the stadium mm-hmm. scrub her down and then people could start filing in because chaska dundas sold their 250 tickets like that They're giving each team 125 correct yeah. correct so the east grand forks kids start walking on he says uh well, where's the merchandise booth oh it's right over there and there was there was one guy I couldn't tell if he was the manager but he was one of the older guys in the yeah. team and i said what can i get you he goes I'll take a beer. We got a four and a half hour drive home. And I <laughs> yeah. said, son, this one's on yeah. me. <laughs> and it's, why are they B, I wonder? They, uh, because the school is so close that a lot of their kids are 
college college ball players. Okay. And so they the okay. state North, said you can have a team. Yeah. North Dakota State's right across the border. Correct. Right? I mean, North Dakota. North Dakota. University of North Dakota. So he said, you guys can play, but you got to be Class B, was, okay. uh, I guess, the way that the state Wonder, ruled on They that. must do some traveling during the season oh. to find enough teams. I there, looked at right? the map on my phone and went, my God, he's not kidding. It was 438 yeah, from well, Shakopee. The mass. I saw that nickname. I was thinking it was, I saw it on the scoreboard and I thought, okay, that must be short for Mastodons or something. Right, but that's something. their nickname. That's mass. their nickname. Yeah, which is really weird. It was a bad weekend for nicknames. The Orphans Lost. Yep. The Buttermakers Lost. Yep. The uh, one of my other favorites, it was a bunch of my favorite. Oh, the Snurdbirds lost. The Snurdbirds lost yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of my favorite nicknames got knocked out. But uh, I think I'm going to Springfield Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure which. Beautiful. I wouldn't mind. I know I love my uh, friends down in Milroy, but it's a little further, and I haven't been to Springfield, so I think I'm going down. I need to go to Milroy this weekend because my Carver Sox, uh, Black Sox, are playing. I think the two o'clock game, but they got Delano, and Delano's got a good club this year. I saw Delano this year practicing. I was out there one day. That's right. I saw him practicing. They didn't look like that guy. I don't know if that was their A team. Maybe they, maybe their college guys weren't there. Or sure. Something. I don't know. I had a couple of guys who could could lose a couple. They looked like they put a couple of pandemic pounds well, on. And the the strength and the power and the and the uh, and the radius of the Schlepper family, the Delano squad are the Schleppers. They got now some too. Schleppers. They got a Schlepper running the team. Endless Schleppers. <laughs> Endless Schleppers. They're everywhere. They're. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to I, my Croatian friends. The mother of my Croatian friends mm-hmm. is Tina. It's from. Uh, Greenwald, I believe. And she's one of 12. All right. Mm-hmm. She, no wonder she wanted to get to Croatia. But uh, <laughs> you know, she, I don't know where she told me where she met this guy. This guy, Because that, that guy's like, he's not from Croatia either, but they've lived there now for 25 years or something. Okay. He's, he's from somewhere in Europe. And they got 12, but her father and mother's branches of the family all come from like 11 or there's 11 or 12 of those wow and then and then all of she's only has two kids but most of her siblings they don't have 12 but they got they got punches but they have a family picnic baby <laughs> they can fill up that half of Stearns County so and, and there's have... all kinds of those families but they're going away I'm worried about the future of but, town team baseball you're not alone in that but if they have a family picnic then they the governor walls is gonna have to cap them at 250 <laughs> yes. and they oh, all yeah, have to be right. six feet apart that's right they uh they would have to uh <laughs> yeah they uh she said that they they you know the the folks I think are both gone uh, one of them is gone I think and they're uh, no they're not they're both still alive but they're uh, but they, you know, the, they used to have it at the farm or the original place and, you know, they have to break up, break down the pasture fence for the thing. <laughs> they so, have to have it at U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, that was, a, that was the secret of Stearns County because we yep. had three generations of, you know, the same. Well, and not to mention the, just the, the interest in baseball, but a lot of the concern too, we were having a lot of these discussions over the weekend is just the people that choose to devote their time to run these teams because you know we don't mm-hmm. you don't make any money doing this i'll tell you what else is hard and i screwed this up and luckily one of the members saw it early online at the star tribune it's screwed up but the dolans down in the milroy area yep. they got they not only have two ballparks that the family's got 
But they, when they start having the generational kids, they give they give them the same names as the previous gen. You know, like, yeah. So the, there's a Joe Dolan who's a brother, and then there's a Joe Dolan who's a nephew, and then there's a and there's the know, Joey Dolan a, who's the yeah, little there's, one. There's, yeah. There's, so I was writing that story. I was getting a headache. I didn't know, okay, which, you know, and I tried when I was taking my notes to say, okay, you know, <laughs> brother, sister, nephew, uh, you know. But right. when you get the same damn names, you know, you got to always stop the interview and say, okay, now what? Now which Joe which Dolan Joe is this? Which Joe we talking about? <laughs> right. Which generation is this one? He played. And then there's the dad. Era. Oh, yeah. You know, there's that. That generation up here, and then there's the guys now that are running the ball clubs right. that are brothers, and then there's Pat, I was I was talking to one of the wives of one of the prominent families uh, on Saturday, and uh, we were chit chatting about this, that, and the other, and a, and a resident from the Shakopee area came up and said, "Well, are you happy or disappointed that you got saddled with the state tournament again?" and and she said, when you marry into this family, you know exactly what you're signing up for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was such a great answer. That's right. And there are the Shakopee Schleppers and the St. Cloud Schleppers and the uh, and the, then the, the original, yep. the, the, the whole thing out in farming area. But now you tell me they've sneaked down to Delano. They've too. trickled into Delano these days, <laughs> oh, Pat. Man. Well, I don't, I don't think they're... Uh, I don't think you can count on eight or nine like you used to. But, Have you uh, been to the ballpark in Shakopee since they redid everything? Nope. Oh, you got to sneak gotta get over out there. there. Maybe next. Well, not you, next week, but the, no, they're done though this keep, weekend. Keep no, keep it no. They're playing Labor Day weekend, but well, the well, championship why? aren't they down to four teams? Right, but the championship game is on Sunday, not Labor Day. So the championship game for B will be decided on the Sunday well, why of Labor did they, Day. Uh, but they only have four left, right? So what and they did? No, single they're down. They're down to eight. So what they did was Class B up until last year was single limb the very first round, double limb after that. They made the first two rounds single limb because the road yeah, back. But I thought I read, saw a bunch of scores. They still got eight left. Then there's still eight left. There's but four this, games. So this weekend. weekend they just have right one. So are they playing two days? I think they two might be playing two games uh, over day. the course of this weekend. Okay, and then they and then the last weekend, what they used to do is. So, but they don't have to do the double eliminate then. Huh? No, they. So after so this have round, semifinals on Sunday, correct. Saturday, and correct. Championship yep. on Sunday, correct. Yes. Well, you can't do the uh, little drive over crossover like they uh, used to do. So now right. that you're in Shakopee, but now that's we're not going to go with the Class B at a different. Uh, Site closer to the Twin Cities, at least until Fairbows gets done hosting in 2022. I had a spirited chat with a couple members of the state amateur board after a couple of pops and said, if you bleepers do this <laughs> before 2022 is over. I don't know. We were. I don't, well, they haven't awarded 2023. No, right? they haven't because that's the 100th anniversary. So yeah. they're they're going to wait and, and see kind of how everything finishes out, I think, through this year. because. I think the talk is there might they might bid it out during winter because a lot St. of these. St. Cloud Cold Spring. Yeah, that wouldn't be, be a I wouldn't bad. Be, I wouldn't be bet against that. you got to go with some classics for the 100th, I think, yeah, personally. Yeah, you do, too. Yeah. yeah. But they've, uh, you know, I, I would guess that that might be it, huh? I love that Cold Spring Park. That's great. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think, here's, but I, I said this to you, though. I, my original thought was, hey, you know, maybe getting Class B close to the Twin Cities is going to work long term. Now, we don't want it to do it before Faribault 2022. Correct. But, uh, but then I'm thinking, doesn't you want some of those B towns bidding 
for the BC. Oh, for sure. The bidding. So I don't think that's going to work. I I think you're going to have to keep them together to make make for a lively bidding process. And when you can get it in places that make sense, you know, luckily we have done this that's their field is eight miles up the road from yeah. ours. So it, it made sense for us to pair mm-hmm. with them um, for the state tournament because, you know, Dundas is a heritage program. But I think it, in cases like, you know, New Ulm would have been a great spot, but unfortunately the city council decided otherwise. But some of these places that have a great B team along with a great C park that's nearby will just make a ton of sense, I think, going forward. How's, uh, how's everybody getting along on the board these days? They've got they got two new members now, and uh, yeah, I, chatted. I think it's and, and they're playing. I think I think we I think things have calmed down. From I think so earlier too. this year. I but, think uh, so too. But it's uh, you know it's America. That's a, it's America 2020. That's what that was. <laughs> you Good know, to that's there. a perfect state. That's For instance, I heard some guy today on a podcast when I was in the other room. Complaining about how one-sided CNN's coverage is <laughs> anti-Trump, and I thought, as opposed to Fox News on the other side. Right. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, that's it. Are we still? Uh, are we still? By the way, yeah, uh, we're still angry in Kenosha. Is it? Uh, are we still out in the street? How big is that town? Uh, it's a, it's about the size of Rochester. It's about a hundred thousand or so, and it's it's a suburb of you know Chicago. You know, because it's about halfway between Chicago. Chicago and Milwaukee. So Racine's further up the coast then. Huh? I believe it's a little further. bit further north yeah. than, than Kenosha. Home of J. Coles. Yes. Otherwise, if it was in Racine, we'd have him go over and be a peacemaker. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, what's the name of the pizza jar? The Wells Brothers. He's, he'd be very upset if anything happened to the Wells Brothers pizza jar. <laughs> All right. Uh, I better read this. Yeah, uh, why don't you give the fine folks from the fine sponsor who brings you the baseball podcast, my friend, Mister Money Talk, Josh Arnold. I'll bet you don't know what's in your mutual fund or ETF. If you can't take my bet, then you better call my friend, Mister Money Talk, Josh Arnold, to find out. Josh frequently sees a common mistake with new clients in that they are allocated as high as 50% in impaired stocks. Impaired doesn't sound good for anything. No. Okay? Now you may be asking about what the heck it is. Well, it ain't good. If you have no idea, that is why uh, you should work with Josh. Call Josh for your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to find out how to get the garbage out of your 401k or IRA. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. The one, the only, Mr. Money Talk, 952-925-5608.